Are you trying to make your sojourn leisurely, or how has your been sojourn been leisurely, and why? Um, I know you have trouble. <laughs> you still have a love-hate relationship with the car and traveling, so. How did you travel five hours? Yeah, I did five, but I was, certainly wasn't going to do ten. Oh, God. Well, okay. Do you feel at home on this journey? Well, I'm continuing with the introduction to Basho's journey to see what, uh, how to make the journey itself home so I could feel at home while I'm on a journey okay months page for Basho's journey months and days are the wayfarers of a hundred generations months and days are the wayfarers of a hundred generations the years too Going and coming are one wanderers. I don't even remember reading this. For those who drift life away on a boat, for those who meet age leading a horse by the mouth, each day is a journey, the journey itself home. Hmm. Yeah, I guess life is a journey. Are you on, is this podcast a journey? Are you podcasting your journey? Yeah. Among ancients, too, many died on a journey. And so I, too, for how many years, drawn by a cloud-wisp wind, have been unable to stop thoughts of rambling. Huh. Oh, so you had thoughts of rambling. you got to remember that you had these thoughts even before you rambled. You had thoughts of rambling. Okay. So maybe you have to ramble on the narrow road to the deep north. Uh, That's a quote from the narrow road to the deep north. It's... You are unable to stop thoughts of rambling. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. You are unable to stop drinking coffee and getting up early and meditating and and podcast and reading poetry and podcasting. Yeah. And then going to the swimming pool and the fitness center. Yeah, well, if you're at home on your journey, then you could be at home in the fitness center. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Why was travel so important? Why was travel so important to Basho? There were many reasons. One of them might be put crudely. It was good for business. Huh. 
How is it good for business? Hmm. Is travel good business for you as a poet? Well, as an Instagram poster for my Instagram account. uh, Yeah, well... None of them might be put crudely. It was good for business. Pasha was not just a poet, but a poet master with his own school. One purpose of his journeys was to spread the word of his style and literary philosophy and gain new disciples. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to spread the, the word about my life hacks and my on um, meditation lifestyle and my fitness enthusiasm and philosophy. One purpose of his journeys was to spread the word of his style and literary philosophy and gain new disciples or followers. Basho's journeyed also, of course, in order to visit special scenes of nature. He thought to experience firsthand beautiful scenes such as um, Vermont's leaves and peak or Grand Canyon or uh, hmm. he wanted to experience beautiful scenes such as Mount Yoshino, Sarashina and the pine-clad islands of Mount Tsushima. In most cases such travels Involve visits to culture as well as nature. Well, does that include like major art museums? Yeah, I stopped at the Jocelyn Art Museum in Omaha. That was nice. They had the best Rembrandt in North America. Wow. In most cases, such travels involved visits to culture as well as nature, for these were sites that had been written about by previous poets. There was a long tradition in Japanese literature of referring to Utamakura, places made famous in the cultural tradition. Oh. Yeah, didn't you pass by the Ronald Reagan? <laughs> home, birthplace, or... Yeah, you passed a whole bunch of presidents on Route 80. Who were all the presidentes? <laughs> Gerald Ford was on... Uh, yeah, you passed by him. Uh, uh, is he famous in the cultural tradition? Yeah, who's famous in the cultural tradition? With specific associations known to most all readers, Basho tended to write of places in nature handed down through literature. Oh, is that why you take all your books and things? (laughs) Giving cultural depth to his experience of nature. As such, these journeys into nature and culture Oh, also what you're saying is you're going to go to national parks and art museums. Yeah, well, there's more to culture than art museums.
Farms and more to nature than national parks. Yeah, that could be true. You could go to a hot spring. <laughs> well, yeah. What else can you go? Well, let's see. As such, these journeys into nature and culture were also journeys into the past as well as a way of making the past present. Huh. You make the past present. Huh. That's why you will pay attention to history. Huh. Hmm. Well, Basha was deeply imbued with a sense of the passage of time and the impermanence of all things. Yeah. Yeah, the impermanence of all things. You can't, you haven't accepted that. um, All your relationships with your girlfriends are impermanent. Oh, no. Yeah. He wrote often of the continuity of the past into the present. At one stop in the narrow road, he reflects on the vast sleep of time and what remains. Uh-huh. Yeah, the time is sweeping by. I realize that. Uh-huh. Quote, of places made famous in the poetry since long ago, many are still handed down to us in verse, but mountains crumble. Rivers change course, roadways are altered. Hmm. The roadways are altered by... Yeah, like sometimes the Wazy or the GPS uh, makes a mistake. (laughs) Roadways are altered, stones are buried in the earth, and trees grow old and are replaced by saplings. Time goes by and the world shifts. And the traces of the past are unstable. Yet now before this monument, which certainly has stood a thousand years, I could see into the hearts of the ancients. Here is one virtue of the pilgrimage, one joy of being alive. I forgot the aches of the journey and was left with only tears. Oh, yeah. Why did you have tears? You had tears when you started the journey, in a way. Why are you afraid to leave your past behind? Hmm. Yeah. Well, it was your idea to study the narrow road to the deep southwest and uh, alone. Wow. Yeah, it was your idea, so you wanted to be alone, yeah. But perhaps the fundamental reason for Basho's journey was religious. Hmm. Yeah, is that still one of your fundamental raisons, raison d'etre, to go to, like, Naperville? Was that religious? <laughs> Hmm. Poetry was not just an art form, but also spiritual path away. For Basho thus included a certain degree of asceticism. Yeah, asceticism. Is that like 
in intermittent fasting and celibacy or no sex and well, no sex? Well, you don't have sex alone now, do you? Huh. Ascetic sensibility and spiritual vision were sharpened by the physical hardship and mental discipline that travel involved. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. My spiritual vision is sharpened uh, by driving the car. <laughs> well, the mental discipline. Uh, yeah, there is some discipline and, and physical hardship. Uh, there were high winds for almost three hours on the south east of Nebraska. My God. Yeah, it was like the car was shaky a bit, and I think one semi like folded or something, and was and. Uh, Oh, and the speed limit was 75, and for bits of the road, I only went 65 because it's too windy. God, that was a physical hardship. Uh, is that physical hardship? I don't know. Wayfaring also was traditionally considered a means to and manifestation of a liberated mind. Wayfaring is a manifestation of liberated mind. Oh, well, okay. In Buddhism, our ignorance and suffering revolves around a deluded view of the self which generates desires and attachments. Oh, no. Yeah, you have attachments you're still releasing in a way. Hmm. Yeah, and you think about these desires and... uh, it's not clear what you desire. Well, yeah. Yeah, even the desire for scenic sights is not right. and That's not supposed to really do It's supposed to be in meditation. Yeah, well, I'm aware of that in a way. The goal is to become free of the limitations of the self, remain, remove desires, and live a life devoid of attachments. Huh. Really? We have a life devoid of attachments. One of the principal ways to cultivate that state and to demonstrate one's achievement of it was to become a mendicant who leaves the security and stability of a home and exposes himself more fully to life's vicissitudes. Well, I suppose that's true in a way. Huh? Yeah, you're, you feel an anxious need to end the trip and go back to New York. <laughs> yeah, you're not fully devoid of attachments. Okay. Yeah. Although Basha did not pursue a life of Mendes mendicacy in the sense of being a monk. He attempted to live that ideal in the journeys he took in the narrow road after spending a sleepless night at a miserable inn. Uh-oh. Have you encountered a miserable inn? 
He muses on his wayfaring, quote, My distant journey remained. I was anxious about my illness, and yet this was a pilgrimage to far places, a resignation to self-abandonment and impermanence. Death might come by the roadside, but that is God's will. Oh, yeah, you were subject ultimately to God's will, so... You think that you can decide where you're going. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, if I was you, I would pray for guidance as a GP, divine GPS. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Death might come by the roadside, but that is God's will. Yeah, whatever happens could be God's will. Oh. Oh. Well, so where are you going? Basha also pursued the wayfaring life in order to embody physically and metaphorically the fundamental character of the universe. He expressed this view most powerfully in the opening passage of the narrow road to the deep north. Cited above at the beginning of the section, <clears throat> life, <clears throat> life is above all a process of change, and all things are travelers. And so, <clears throat> each day is a journey. The journey itself, home. Huh. Yeah, you feel at home, uh, more at home in the podcast. Is itself home. Oh, yeah, you feel at home in your podcast. Yeah. To a chump maybe on the journey. And so each day is a journey. The journey itself home. Our fate is uncertain, except that at some point we shall die along this road, as have those in the past. To be a wayfarer is to manifest the transience of life, to expose oneself to uncertainties and difficulties, and be a living symbol of the itinerant quality of life itself. In this way, life's, one's life follows the grain of the universe. Well, you've seen a lot of grain, actually. How many stalks of corn are there in Nebraska? Actually, I know that figure. My brother was saying that they plant 35,000 seeds per acre and expect 30,000 plants, 30,000 uh, corn plants per acre. And I don't know how many cops ears of corn if each one had a, each one had an ear of corn uh, and each one had uh, 200 um, grains of corn in this way one's life follows the grain of the universe as you drive through Nebraska hmm hmm Did you experience hardships? Uh, uh, 
difficulties when you were in the campground with the heavy rain or the cold uh, and uncertainties. You don't know where you're staying the next night. Yeah, but you're in the modern age of convenience and you have your iPhone and you can just book ahead and research. And, uh, yeah, where's the difficulty in that? Well, you do have to make choices. It's not like a tour guide. Uh, you don't have a tour agency. No. No, I've seen people take tours like, oh, oh. Yeah, are you gonna have a guide in the Grand Canyon? <laughs> they were so expensive, those guided tours. Hmm. You're going to hire an Indian in the Slot Canyon. Yeah. Maybe they should make some money. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Take a break. Oh. Fasho and nature. Oh. That section was uh, called... Uh, the Journey Itself Home, reading from the book Basho's Journey, a literary prose of Matsu Basho, translated in with induction by David Landis Barnhill. You said the journey itself is home, so are you home yet? Or where is your home? Oh, you said the journey is your home, but you seem to be not moving on your journey. Why are you still sitting in Durango? <laughs> well, that's just the point. I have to podcast to this uh, this book because uh, part of my journey is to read a book and podcast. Oh, so it's not just driving the car around. Well, no. For one thing, the car has to work. So I took the car to Walmart to get four. I have four new tires in there. Nice tires from Ohio, from Goodyear. Oh, that's good. It's interesting that the, the low tire light is still on and probably the low tire light is not working properly. <laughs> Well, it's good you have new tires, and what are you, are you going to get, what about the Colorado chain law? Are you being put into chains, or if you don't smoke, smoke marijuana, or what's the chain law? Oh, I think it has to do with the weather. Do you have to, your car has to be put in chains. I actually have to look that up. Hmm. This is a personalized reading of, uh, well, I make it personal. Oh, well, this, if you're just trying to get a book reading, I would go some, to somebody else's podcast. Because uh -huh. this one's just about me, mostly. Because I don't care about Basho so much as myself. Okay. Hmm. Because I'm personalizing it to my needs. Okay.
So I'm actually, um, yeah, what happened? Why are you still in the introduction? Hmm. What did you just read? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. What happened? Well, you read the journey itself, his home, and then you were skipping, skip to chapter one. Oh, okay. I left my ranchackle quarto near LaGuardia in Queens. Oh, I see. You left your ranchackle hut, your ranchackle tent site in Vermont. Yeah, I left it. Then now I'm going to read chapter one. The Journal of Bleached Bones in a Field. Nasarashi Kiko. I set out on a journey of a thousand leagues, packing no provisions, except for a few things in my car. I leaned on the staff of an ancient, which is my books, who, it is said, entered into nothingness under the moonlight moon, midnight moon. Actually, the ancient in this case could be Basho. I brought along as my provision a book by Basho. He's the one who entered into nothingness under the midnight moon. I set out on a journey of a thousand leagues, packing no provisions. Uh, That is, trying to put as few as possible as a minimalist in my car, but I still had a lot of stuff and a mess. I leaned on the staff of an ancient who, it is said, entered into nothingness under the midnight moon. It was the first year of Jokyo, autumn, the eighth moon. As I left my ranchackle hut by the river, the sound of the wind was strangely cold. Uh, yeah, was it getting cold already? Was it too cold for you to play tennis in New York? Uh, no, not really. I left my one room in my in the apartment in in uh, Queens by the river by what river the East River the sound of the wind was strangely cold uh, that was uh, emotional coldness <laughs> I didn't get enough emotional warmth warmth <laughs> yeah bleached bones on my mind The wind pierces my body to the heart. Nazarashi o kokoro ni kazi no shimu mikana. Yeah, so that's that's when I went into that restaurant with my son. I had to tell him I had three coats. Why do you have three layers? You actually had three coats on? Yeah. I had... um, a uh, <sighs> uh, I had a down coat, a white one, uh, from um, and then I had a uh, uh, like a white rain or white um, white 
Oh, what is it? Another coat. Oh, I... A thin raincoat and then outside that a raincoat because it was raining too so I had three coats and because uh, the wind was piercing my heart in Chicago. Okay. Plus the bleach bones was on my mind of Kathy Pryor, my prior travel companion who had passed away. The bleached bones on my mind. The wind pierces my body to the heart. Autumn, 10 years now. It's been 10 years since I last took a cross-country trip to California. Oh, you did go? Yeah, in 2012, I went to 10 national parks. Oh, okay. Which parks were they? Well, do I have to name them? I should make a list. Uh Rocky Mountain. Uh, Grand Teton, Yellowstone, uh, Glacier National, and, uh, sort of uh, Olympia, Olympic, uh, Oregon, and uh, uh, oh, I can Mount Rainier or something, and some other volcanic place, and uh, Sequoias, uh, oh, and the Oh, you went to Arches? Yeah, Arches and Bryce. Wait, Bryce? Yeah, Bryce Canyonlands. I don't know. Did I go to Bryce? No, I went to that on a prior trip. Uh, Yeah, there's more even. But I went to 10. I'll have to make a list. Uh, 10, autumn 10 years now, I point to Edo. Edo or Edna. I point to Edo as the old home in Steuben, Ohio. Ten years. Now I point to Edo as the old home. Aki, Totosi, Kaite, Odo, O, Sasukoko, Kokyo. On the day I crossed the barrier, it was raining in Chicago, and all the mountains were cloud-hidden. Oh, you couldn't see. It was cloudy. I crossed, on the day I crossed the barrier, which is the Whitestone Bridge, it was raining in Vermont, and all the mountains were cloud-hidden. And Oh, you went to Vermont despite the heavy rain? Yeah. Misty rain, a day with Mount Fuji unseen. So enchanting. Misty rain, a day with Mount Olga, unseen, so enchanting. Karishi Guru Fuji O Munu Hi, so Omo Shikoji. That's Japanese, the Japanese, original Japanese of Basha. A man or an apt named Waze, a man named Chiri, was my companion and aide, and she put, he put himself completely into caring for me. Our hearts are as one, and in friendship he is ever faithful. Fukagawa, leaving the basha tree to Mount Fuji's care. Fukagawa, ya basho o Fuji ni. Azuki Yuku Chiri. 
Thierry is uh, Basho's companion. He actually wrote the poem about leaving the Basho tree. Actually, Basho's name sort of comes from a tree, I guess, near his house. <laughs> and your name is Acacia? No, my leaving the Acacia tree to Mount Fuji's care. I left, I left Ohio. I left the Acacia tree. Okay. Then why don't you change your name to Acacia as your poet name, Acacia? Well, if he's Basho, then why aren't you Acacia? Yeah, I could be Acacia. Why would you? Acacia? But there's not really under that tree anymore, no. I was walking along the Fuji River when I saw an abandoned child, barely two, weeping pitifully. Had his parents been unable to endure this floating world, which is as wave-tossed as these rapids, and so left him here to wait out a life brief as to? Hmm. Yeah, I was always passing uh, the Art Institute in Chicago. A man was outside, and he said... A beggar was outside, he said, quote, help me even though I'm ugly, unquote. Uh, so I was going <laughs> to help him when I came back out, but he wasn't there. Okay. He was wave-tossed in the floating world. Yeah, but all these people are the same as me. They are me because I am one. Oh, so this guy is you? <laughs> yeah, he's also me. Because when you merge into God, absolutely, huh, you become one with everything. Huh? He seemed like a bush clover in autumn's wind that might scatter in the evening and wither in the morning. I tossed him some food from my sleeve and said in passing, quote, those who listen for the monkeys. What of this child in the autumn wind? Question mark. Saru o kiku hito. Satiko ni akino. Kazi ika ni. Why did this happen? Hmm. <sighs> yeah, there was a. There was also <laughs> in that Durango. There was a. Uh, uh, sort of drunken, uh, drunken in the, who's drunken, who's been drinking in the morning? Some woman, uh, who was, uh, some woman who was, uh, from Tennessee who needed a ride downtown or like she was crazy. She wanted to go anywhere, or the airport, you know, I, I drunk, dropped her at, uh, Greyhound bus station and gave her an apple. Uh -huh. Oh, you did something. Yeah. Yeah, well, she... But who's been drinking in the morning, you know? Or maybe she's an alcoholic. But why did this happen? Well, that's a problem worldwide, I suppose. Were you hated by your father or neglected by your mother? Your father did not hate you. Your mother did not neglect you. Hmm. This simply is from heaven. Oh, no. 
So these problems are from heaven, and you can only grieve over your fate. The day we were to cross the Oe River, rain keeps falling morning till night. A day of autumn rain in Edo, they're counting their fing fingers about the Oe River, or the Desplanus River. Aki no hi no ami, Edo ni yubi oran, aigawa, that's from Cherry. A poem on horseback. Horse, roadside rows of Sharon. Devoured by my horse. Nechi nobi no mukikariya uma ni kiwari kuri. The waning moon shone pale in the sky. The base of the hills was still dark with my whip dangling from my horse, uh -huh. with my, uh, with my uh, uh, towel and sleeping bag dangling from my car. Yeah, it got kind of wet, actually. My stuff would get wet in there. Heavy rain in Vermont. Oh, I see. So with my whip dangling from my horse. Or Prius, we crossed many miles before any sound of cockcrow. I rode in a lingering dream as in Dumu's dawn departure. Dumu, is he like some, some Chinese poet? Uh, yeah, he must be. Because uh, he's, like when he travels, he reads all kinds of poets, just like you are. Well, but you're copying him. Are you stealing from Basho? Yeah. Yeah, I admit to my crimes. <laughs> Dumu was a Chinese Tang poet. Basho refers to his poem. Quote, My whip dangling, I trust my horse, riding mile after mile. Still no cock crow. In the woods, I drowse and dream. Then leaves fly about, and I am startled awake. Huh. Did you wake up? Huh. Huh. Hmm. Well, that's nice that you read that. Then as I arrived at Soyo no Nakayama, I was startled awake. Yeah, you can't sleep as a solo traveler when you're when you're traveling alone. You can't you have to stay awake. Yeah, you can't, like, rest in the car when you're driving. You can't. You can't take it easy. You have to pay attention. Okay. Yeah. I was startled awake, dozing on my horse, with dream lingering and moon distant smoke from a tea fire. Uma ni neti sanmo shuki tashi cha no. Kaburi. I visited the Mutushibaria Fubaku in Isi, resting my feet for about ten days. As night came on, I worshipped at the outer shrine with shadows draped across the first tori and sacred lanterns lit here and there. Quote, the pine wind from the high peak pierced my flesh and struck deep into my heart. Oh, 
Did the pine win? Was it windy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it got windy. How windy? Well, there was high winds in uh, Nebraska. Basho draws on a poem by the monk Sagyo, 11, 18 to 90. Quote, entering deeply, searching out the depths of the pathway of the gods, high above and over all, a mountain peak with pine wind. Fukaku urite kamiji no oku o tazunu riba mata umo no naki meni no matsukazi. So there was high wind in Nebraska. Yeah, when I was driving, there was so. Uh, the the speed limit was seventy five, but the wind was so high. I saw that on the that the wind gusts were forty miles an hour. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of he- tough on a Prius. So I was driving like sixty five. I'm driving under the speed limit. Oh, that is so weird. Why are you like an old person? Yeah, I am. Pierced my flesh and struck deep into my heart. Uh, Months and no moon, a thousand year cedar embraced by a windstorm. Musoka suki nashi chitosi no suji o taku arashi. I wear no sword on my hips, but dangle an alms wallet from my neck and hold a rosary of 18 beads in my hand. I resemble a priest, but the dust of the world is on me. I resemble a layperson, but my head is shaven. Yeah, you resemble a layperson now because your head is not shaven. Oh, okay. Huh. And you resemble a priest, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like a mountain monk. Because you live like a monk with your morning meditations and your and your uh, fasting and your uh, poetry, you know. So is it appropriate for you to go to the mountains if you're a monk? And where's your rosary beads? Uh, I should have rosary beads, I guess, to remember to do Simran. Uh, why don't you uh, get a prayer flag or something? I did. I got a in Leadville, and I got a Tibetan prayer flag as a, a little thing uh, because I saw how some people camping were dangling. Uh, they decorate there. It's kind of cool to decorate, in a way, your campsite and to put a Tibetan prayer flag up. <laughs> yeah, you need the gods to pray. You need the fr- flag to pray for you in case you forget. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I got it. Or it could be a gift to the Tibetans back in Queens. Mm-hmm. So you were like a wandering monk, I guess. Although I am no monk. Here those with shaven heads are considered to be Buddhist friars. And I was not allowed to go before the shrine. Huh. 
yeah, were you not let in someplace? Because you're not a true Buddhist. No. Some people don't think I'm a true Christian or a true, and others don't think I'm a true Buddhist. Oh, okay. I even quote from the Bible to try to. <laughs> I quoted from the Bible. Yeah, why don't you read that stuff? <laughs> There's a stream in the lower end of Sagio Valley. As I gazed at women washing potatoes, poem quote. Potato washing woman, were Sagio here? He'd compose a waka. Huh. Unquote. Emo ara anya Sagio naraba uta yoman. Yeah, if some of these places I've gone in Colorado, if Basho was here, I could see. Yeah, he would be writing a poem or something. Why aren't you writing haiku? Thou, you are assigned, you have an assignment. When you see a potato-washing woman or something like that, it's necessary for you to write a haiku? Oh. Yeah, if Basho was here in Durango, he would write a waka. So you have to now. Okay. When I stopped at a tea shop, a woman named Butterfly asked for a poem referring to her name. She brought me some white silk, and on it I wrote, quote, not me, but Basho. He said, an orchid's scent, its incense perfuming a butterfly's wings. Hmm. Ran no ka ya cho no subasa e. Taki mosa no si. Visiting the thatched hut of a recluse living in tranquility, planted ivy and five or six stalks of bamboo. In the windstorm, suka ite taki shino knaka arasikana. I returned home at the beginning of ninth month. The forgetting grass by my mother's room had weathered with frost, and no trace of it remained. Everything from the past had changed. Oh, you went back, uh, and uh, the f- to the homestead, uh, and there was no. No trace of it returned. Everything in the past. Things had changed, yeah. Oh, so it's not the same there anymore. No. Things change, so the experience is changing. Everything from the past had changed. The temples of my brothers and sisters were white. Wrinkles around their eyes. Oh, what happened? Did your brothers and sisters get older? Yeah. The temples of my brothers and sisters were white, wrinkles around their eyes. Quote, they're still alive. They were still alive, though. It was all we could say. Is that all you have to say about it? It's they were still alive, yeah. My aunt, Martha Jean, was still alive. But then 
she passed away. That's sad. I mean, this is after you left it high. Yeah, that's why I'm reading from uh, Exodus. What's Exodus today? Well, it's into the 12, 10 commandments, 20. Is it 20? Yeah, Exodus 20 says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Did you honor your fathers and mothers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a way. When they were still alive. My brothers and sisters were still alive. The temples of my brothers and sisters were white, wrinkles around their eyes. They are still alive. It was all we could say. Oh, you, are you reading about yourself or from Basho? I'm reading from page 16 on Basho's journey. My older brother opened a relic case and said, pay your respects to mother's white hair like Urashima with his jeweled box. Your eyebrows have aged. Then for a time we all wept. Poem quote. Should I take it in my hand, it would melt in these hot tears. Autumn frost. Tinitarapa. Kyan Namida So Atsuki Aki no Sishimo. We continued our pilgrimage into Yamada province to a place called Tak no Uki in Katsugi district. This was Cherry's hometown. Oh, his companion. And where's your companion? Yeah, where's my companion? This is not fair. All I have is Alexa and Siri. Oh, and Wazy. You have computer assistants? Yeah. I could get a robot huh? in this modern age. Uh -huh. Why don't you get a robot? Okay. This was Cherry's hometown. Is that in... Uh, Silicon Valley in California would be his the hometown. So we rested our feet for a few days, poem quote. Cotton beating bow as consoling as a lute deep in the bamboos. Wata yumi ya biwa ni nakusamo taki no oku. Visiting the Tama Temple at Mount Futagami, we saw a pine in the courtyard that must have been a thousand years old. Wow. If you also go to California, you could see a sequoia tree, so. But you would have to go a thousand years old, big enough to hide oxen. Though non-sentient, its connection to the Buddha preserved it from the woodsman's axe. Its connection to the Buddha. Oh, it could be that it was, was it near the temple or what happened? 
How fortunate. How awesome. Oh, the tree wasn't cut down because it's uh, association with the Buddha. Oh, wow. Maybe the tree should associate with Buddha. They could be saved. The passage refers to a story in the Chinese Taoist text is Shanxi, attributed to Swan Tzu, in which an ancient tree is so huge that oxen can hide behind it. In the Swan Tzu, the tree lives long because it is useless, thus proving the usefulness of uselessness. Oh, Basho turns the story into a Buddhist one. Oh, if you become useless, you could... The tree lived long because it is useless, thus proving the usefulness of uselessness. Yeah, so I could be useful because I am useless. Wow. That's an interesting story from Swan Tzu. He's a genius, Swan Tzu. <laughs> Why aren't you reading Swan Tzu? I guess I'll put him on the reading list. Yeah, it might be too funny, though. It might be, end up being a useless podcast uh, like this one. But that would be awesome. Monk, poem quote, Monks, morning glories. How many died? And reborn, pine of the Dharma. So asa gyo iku shinika iru nori no matsu. I wandered alone in the heart of Yashino. I wandered alone into the heart of Yashino. Are you going to wander alone into Mesa Verde? Yeah, I'm going to Mesa Verde National Park and wander to the Petra, petroglyphs uh, on the petroglyph trail to see the ancients, to see the sign of the ancients. I might see some useless trees in Mesa Verde. Are they not cut down because there's no use for them? No, they were saved by the Buddha. Or they could have been saved by uh, Theodore Roosevelt or somebody. Uh-huh. And the park system. Uh-huh. Um, or Mir or somebody who... Yeah, I wouldn't attribute it all to Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, Maybe Buddha would have saved him. I wandered alone. I wandered alone. Okay. And you read this podcast alone. I wandered alone into the heart of Yashino. The mountains were so deep. White clouds lay piled on the peaks and misty rain filled the valley. The woodsmen's teeny huts were scattered all around and the sound of the woodcut 
to the west, echoed on the east. Temple bells dropped to the base of my heart. <laughs> From of old many who abandoned the world and entered these mountains, fled into Chinese poetry. You abandoned the world and fled into Basho's poetry? From of old many who abandoned the world, abandoned New York and entered these mountains into Basho's poetry, or Chinese poetry, took refuge in Japanese verse. Oh, you can't take refuge in Japanese verse if you can't read Japanese. <laughs> Surely one can call this Mount Lu like the mountain in Cathay. At a certain temple lodging, I put up for the night. Yeah, I put up at... Um, Put up at Days Inn and Days Inn and Durango. Why'd you do that? Well, as you know, it's like fifty dollars a night. It's off season, and that's uh, it's cheaper than a. It's the same price as a fifteen hundred a month studio or bad apartment in New York. Okay, so you could, uh, yeah. And I could even go to Silver City, New Mexico. A Motel 6 is better than the campground in a way. $39 a night, okay. At a certain temple lodging, I put up for the night. Beat the falling block, make, poem quote, beat the falling block, make me hear it, temple wife. Hmm. Kanu kanuta ugita wari ni kaki siyo ya bu bo ka gatsuma. What's a temple wife? Well, do you have a wife? No. Do you want a temple wife? Huh. Clothes were pounded on the falling block to clean and soften them, and in the poetic tradition of the sound was associated with loneliness. The falling block was not commonly used in Basho's time, but he wishes to hear its sound in order to feel deeply what was considered the essential nature of Yashino in autumn. There is an allusion to a poem by Matsatsukini at Yoshino, the mountain wind deepens into the night, and in the old village, a falling block is struck. So he's thinking of another poet. Oh, I see. Are you thinking of him? Well, he's thinking of another poet. Yeah. So he's thinking of a prior poet, and you're thinking of him. Uh, that's like layering or something, okay. And uh, I wandered alone, I guess is what it, Are you wandering alone too? Yeah, 